0: Good morning and welcome everybody, you're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... yoo
1: it's Mon and Lyle. How's it going?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what is up with you, Mon?
1: Oh, I'm so happy because it's Friday. At least it was no, it's not. It it's was not. Friday it was when Friday. we recorded this. It,
0: it, was. it was. It was. Who knows well, what day it is? You're listening Probably to. This.
1: But you know, we tell our delayed listeners this every single time. I wonder if they're sick of hearing the fact that they're delayed podcast yes, listeners. Yes, they are sick of hearing it. Only one. Only one way to fix it, people. We don't. Like
0: if you don't listen to the delayed broadcast, you won't get sick of yeah, us c- badgering you about it all. Because we
1: don't badger the live listeners, do we? No. We never mention it to yeah, the live we, listeners. we love our live listeners. Yeah, we love the delayed listeners too. Yeah, yeah we but, but we don't pester them like we do. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? You can jump across to the live show. It is super duper easy. Just go to faithfm.com.au and uh, press play on the live stream. Or you can download the TuneIn app and search for Faith FM Australia. And once again, just press play, add us to your favourites. That's it. And uh, yeah, great way to, to jump across to the show. Of course, if you actually want the live show just Broadcasts from, you know, in your area. Do you know what? Call us up here, 1 800 yes. Faith Badger FM, us. And badger us, and silly. We will, we
0: will badger our bosses.
1: Yeah, we will indeed. We will try and make it happen over there. But, you know, start a petition. Say, start, hey, start a riot. Today, we actually study about riots. Yes. In our yes. Yeah, like we, we, yeah.
0: we actually proposed starting a riot. And then yeah, we, we kind did. of went we off did. the idea a little
1: bit. When we saw how it ended. <laughs> Thought it might,
0: it might not be such a great idea.
1: Hey, Lyle, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for a long list
0: of things today, starting with the fact that. Uh, I switched the heaters off for the first time ever before I'm you arrived. I'm extremely
1: grateful for that as well, let me tell you. But do you know what Do you know what I'm grateful for? This is going to be a little bit weird.
0: I have no idea. I had
1: an opportunity for self-reflection. It was actually the first time since we started that I was actually able to – started radio together that I was actually able to listen to a um, a segment that we'd done earlier this week. Because uh, it's live, we don't often have a opportunity to listen back to ourselves. Oh my goodness, it was horrifying, Lyle. <laughs> I can't
0: and a mistake you should never make.
1: I can't believe how much I say, uh huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, the whole time. So, <laughs> although it was awkward and really embarrassing, I am I am grateful for the opportunity to self reflect and to self improve. And you, by the way.
0: Oh, you, I, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm super grateful for something else. i got to share oh, it go with on, you. Go on, go um, on. Thunder and lightning, because we had thunder and lightning last night. And that doesn't just mean rain, it means cool, yeah. massive amounts of energy uh-huh. and huge noises rumbling around the sky, which uh-huh. is just uh-huh. The uh-huh. Best you're such thing a ever.
1: You're such a little boy in a big boy suit. <laughs> Yeah, but God has created this whole it's world as, as as just, just
0: for little boys to just go, wow, yeah. that's so amazing. Little that's boys fantastic. and little
1: girls. Yeah. And then we grow up and get jaded and we're not impressed anymore.
0: I'm still super impressed.
1: Yeah. But uh, hey, by the way, just back to my self reflection. Yes. Uh, so I need to stop saying, uh huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know what you need to stop doing?
0: Uh huh. Actually, I do because you've clearing already
1: invented it. Clearing your throat into the, into the microphone. <laughs> No! We're going to have we're going to have a cough jar just like people have a swear jar. <laughs> 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 anyway, stay tuned. We have a great show coming up for you today. <laughs>
2: roads speaking words of truth and lies
0: to Stones of Eden with Whisper Gently, and of course, if you'd like to hear Stones of Eden live, then just visit us at the Maitland Seventh Day Adventist Church on a Saturday morning, and they are often performing there, part of the worship and music team, um, and so it's our, our very own talent.
1: It is indeed. We have such a good church. We have
0: amazing yeah. talent. Yeah, I was
1: reflecting on it the other day. I was like, man, Maitland is just a banging church. We've got mm-hmm. it going on. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. So you've got to come along and check it out if you are in the area.
1: I felt like Lawson just now when I said banging. He's always saying banging. <laughs> Such a millennial. I think I picked Lawson up will be here next week. Lawson will be filling in for me for two weeks. So get ready for a whole lot of Lawson. I, thought I'd, I thought I'd
0: preempt your um, mentioning.
1: Yeah, thank you. Traveling <laughs> to Germany. It was inevitable. At some point during the show, I was going to say, oh, P.S., flying to Germany next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, let me hit you with the quiz. It's a who am I quiz. Clue number one. I sent a letter to Jehoram, Jehoram mm-hmm. telling him that he would have a lingering disease that would cause his bowels to fall out. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Do you know who it is? It's going <laughs> to... That's a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me just oh, he's writing down. down. He's writing down. Does he know the answer? He sent a letter to Johar, I don't even know, telling him that he would have a lingering disease that would cause his bowels to fall out. Oh, he's writing, he's writing, does he have it? It's really scribbly, I can't tell from over here, which, you've just written two options down. Uh, I'm going to go with that one. You are correct. <clears throat> okay. I got it. Don't stress. You can still win a prize. Give us a call if you know the answer to that quiz. <coughs> I wrote
0: two of them down because two options down because it's kind of tour. It's kind Shh,
1: of too. Please stop talking. I'm literally going to break a sweat if you keep talking about this. One eight hundred faith fm. One eight hundred three two four eight four three. If you think you know the answer, we will send you the prize. And speaking of stuff that you can win for free. The yes. Yes. Yeah, stay tuned because at the end of this show, we're giving away movie tickets, movie tickets for this weekend. Incidentally, for tomorrow mm-hmm. night.
3: Yep. So, in Sydney.
1: Yeah. In Sydney. So you're in New South Wales, and you can get there Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. where is it in Sydney? Is it in Parramatta or something like that?
0: It's uh, Rhodes.
1: Rhodes. all right. If yes, you if Rhodes. you can get to Rhodes on a Saturday night. Not streets. Uh, yeah, not <laughs> not highways. You're funny, Lyle. Roads. Such a dad joke. It's too early for those kind of jokes, Lyle. <laughs> it's an awesome joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's terrible. It's anyway, hilarious. we have tickets to the new Voice of the Martyrs movie, Tortured for Christ. <coughs> it's a very see. Look, you just you just cleared your throat into the microphone. What, would you Would you rather me cl- not clear my throat? And- well, this is what you have to do when you do this. You go like this. <coughs> Do you see what I did there? I pushed the microphone to the side so that no one else has to join in with my... You should just give me
0: that iPad so I can have my (laughs) cough button over here.
1: Sorry, now that I've listened to
0: it... One dominates the cough button. Now
1: that I've listened to us back, I'm going to be picking us apart. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go all German on us. (laughs) But yes, stay tuned. At the end of the show, we will give away two free tickets for tomorrow night's screening of Tortured for Christ, the new Voice of the Martyrs movie. And uh, and you can come along tomorrow night. Lyle and I will be there and uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a great program. I'm really looking forward to it. They filmed it in the prison in Romania where the main character in real life was oh, tortured. Oh really? So this yeah. is the
0: actual location. The filmed actual on location. location.
1: Yep, yep, in yeah, in the Romanian prisons and stuff. Oh because my. they did like they did like you know torturing and that kind of stuff in communist countries of people who who yeah. were believers and so yeah, they actually managed to get permission the, the to film The torture
0: Romania was one of the most horrifically persecuted mm. countries yep. that there was. Yep. You know, um, what was his name, Nicolae Ceaușescu? Mhm. Some of us are old enough to remember his name. You're old enough to remember his name.
1: I think I know who you're talking about just because I, I like I, – I don't know why, but I have a weird fixation with communist history.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when uh, – for those of you <clears throat> remembering back that far, when communism finally fell, my goodness, did the Romanians go after that guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was he was not going to survive that. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were gonna They would have hunted him down anywhere on the planet that he went. Yeah, yeah. And the fall of communism in Romania was actually – Um, instigated by uh, religious liberty. There was a massacre of a church pastor and his congregation in Timasior or something or other Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that was what triggered it.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But Yeah, it was just massive persecution against Christians in, in communist Romania.
1: Yeah, well actually the current, the current uh, Prime Minister President of Romania is actually a politician that I probably at the moment admire the most in terms of world leaders, so yeah, he's a good, he seems like a good bloke, unlike a lot of other countries right now, I'm not mentioning any names in America, <clears throat> but anyway, <laughs> I actually have a really heartwarming story to share with you this morning, Lyle Good. Uh, this is and this oh, this just touches touches me heart. It really does, Lyle.
0: Can hit, you the, hit you in the feels, yeah.
1: Mon. I'm trying not to cry. No, nah, oh. I'll, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I think <laughs> it's been a while since you cried. It's on been a hand. while since I cried. I've been having my stuff together, but this is really sweet because this is actually, I, I know this. I don't know. I don't know how this is going to come across to our listeners, but you know how sometimes when you're walking through like a shopping center and you see. Um, you see, them like a t- you see like a team of workers in a retail store or something, and you see like a whole bunch of young people, maybe a couple of like getting towards middle-aged people, and then suddenly there'll be like one elderly person in amongst a team. And you can see that they sort of seem lost in amongst the team. This happened to me actually just on Saturday night. I was doing a shift at a restaurant and all like the there's like a whole bunch of young people running the show and pressing the buttons on the machines to make that you know the new fang dangled registered happen and stuff like that. And there was a little old lady who was the cleaner and you could tell that she was sort of separate from the group. She was sort of didn't understand the technology just you know mm-hmm, was trying mm-hmm. to get her stuff done and she was a bit slower than everyone else. And my heart goes out to them. I feel so bad for them, you know, that they're sort of lost in the fray kind of a thing mm-hmm. and uh, in the workplace but and, and and I I also dream of one day maybe opening a restaurant um, so this story really hit me in the feels because Starbucks we don't we don't drink coffee and we don't condone drinking coffee or caffeine just it's a disclaimer right now
0: There's other things you can drink at Starbucks I've been yeah, to Starbucks many times
1: yeah yeah same same um just
0: do bible studies in Starbucks
1: that's yeah yeah free facilities Starbucks get this has just opened up the first ever cafe that is staffed entirely by people between the ages of 55 and 66. Oh, really? That's awesome because that's a-
0: that's an age bracket where it's hard to find work
1: it is and that's the other thing that, that makes my heart go out to them like it's so hard for them to find work because you know we've, the world is moving so fast in terms of technology and upgrades and new information, new information and so to, to have to maybe enter the workforce at an older age is mm-hmm. super hard and, yep. and they often like can't find work so I, I just love this story so much and also we did talk about elderly people earlier this week, uh, we talked about the 78 um, the, the year old who was. Uh, a former former bodybuilder mm-hmm. He's the oldest bodybuilder uh, still competing in South Africa and he opened up his home gym uh, to mentor street kids. And uh, we talked about the 94-year-old uh, veteran who stands outside the school and gives kids advice and encourages them. And we're talking about how this is a great way to spend your retirement. And uh, and so, I think this is great in terms of, well, because when I put those, I have to tell you this, Lyle. When I put those um, posts up on our social media, like the video of the guy with the bodybuilding gym,
3: mm-hmm. I
1: put hashtag better than bingo. <laughs> And I was a nice. little bit concerned that I might ruffle a few feathers there. Ruffle
3: away. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because instead of spending like if you if you are like, you know, identify as an older person, you don't have to identify as an older person, it's fine. You can be young at heart. But you know, instead of spending when, when
0: I was a, when I was an apprentice cabinet maker, uh-huh. I was like what, 18, 19 years old,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, one of my mates was um used to what, playing lawn bowls.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, of course, Lawn Bowls is, is is really – that space is owned by retired Absolutely. people. And so he's – yeah, he's just your average young kid and he'd rock up with all the old crudges and
1: <laughs> he'd be playing. And he
0: used to talk about it, he reckoned it was the greatest sport ever and he used to have so much fun hanging out with all these old guys.
1: Well, this is a great way to spend your retirement rather than than playing bingo. So this Starbucks, it's opened up in Mexico City and it's all run by older employees, all of whom are guaranteed insurance for major medical um, – uh, insurance and have at least two days off per week. The positions have been adapted for older workers the shift the work shifts run no longer than six and a half hours and the store shelves are lowered so that they're more physically accessible. And uh, the staff members, they are currently being trained by younger baristas, so people who make coffee. Um, but the seniors have been really quick to praise their youthful uh, counterparts for courtesy and respect. And I reckon this would
0: be a fun Starbucks to go to because they would they'd be so friendly. Like, would, these are the talkative people, you know.
1: I wouldn't care less if this Starbucks was out of my way. If I went to Starbucks every day, I would make this Starbucks my mm-hmm. home. I wish that someone in Australia would open one of these facilities because I would frequent it so often just to support um, our older citizens like getting together and running the show. Yeah, yeah it's and great. And
0: a positive. A po- did you hear it then, one? What? I just cleared my throat.
1: I didn't hear. Ah, didn't he- so you didn't. You did, you, did you? Did you put it. your mouth away from the from the microphone?
0: Uh, I might have forgotten that time.
1: <laughs> I think we need. A, I think we need like a cough jar. <laughs> a bit be like some people have swear jars, and every time you cough into the microphone, we you put like a penny in. Have to get yeah. some pennies first. <laughs> anyway, I want to put this story up on our social medias, and uh, and you can check it out. It's beautiful, heartwarming story. There's a picture of uh, these old codgers making coffees and making drinks and wearing their their Starbucks aprons and uh, looking real proud of themselves. So yeah, good picture. I'm going to put that up on our socials. You can check it out. Our Facebook is Faith FM Australia. Our Instagram and our Twitter is Faith FM Live, all lowercase, one word. And you will also find clues ahead of time on there.
4: I am so I let fear and doubt in As though I was an orphan As though you didn't care As though I walked alone As though no one finds before me As though you didn't notice As though no. The dark thoughts that you find
0: That was Melissa Otto mm. with "Why Should I?" here on Faith FM, and uh, as we move into the next segment of our show, I should welcome Peter. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you, long. Peter's here for the interview, but uh, he was sitting in the foyer. I'm like, oh, just come in and join us and have a chat. on <laughs> Yes, we love, <laughs> love Peter. Peter watches has uh, been on before and um, always has great things to talk about. So, um. but anyway, Mon, clue for the clue number yes, two for the quiz. Okay,
1: clue number two. Who am I? I rebuked King. Ahaziah and told him he would die because he sent men to consult Baal Zebub, the god of Ekron.
3: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
0: The God of Ekron.
1: Mm. Halal, actually speaking yeah. of weird names in the Bible, I had an idea from a segment. We mm. should do a whole segment where we go through the entire Bible and I try and figure out how to pronounce the names and you correct me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think we should get Peter in to do the correcting. <laughs> I think his pronunciation is going to be better than mine. I think
5: it, it depends where you're raised as to which one you uh, choose. I That's mean, Obviously, true. there's a correct way of pronunciation. Uh, so, so but I, whether it's knowable by us is another story. Okay, so you can tell us the, the, the Queen's English version, can you, Peter? Well, I don't, I don't know, know about yes, that. I I was in a conversation once, actually, with uh, an American, an Australian, and myself. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like one of these (laughs) typical jokes. (laughs) It really does. (laughs) Uh, And, um, yeah, for people who don't know, I was raised in the UK, and so... Uh Um, they were debating how we would, to pronounce we would, we word would never, I said, never have guessed I, I said <laughs> Australian and American trying to tell me an Englishman how to pronounce a word how can you, you
0: yeah. <laughs> <use> it <for laughs> it's
1: true you guys didn't so is it, it
0: Habakkuk or Habakkuk I
1: was just about to say that <laughs> I go with Habakkuk thank me you me too thank oh, you oh all of us are agreed all right absolutely well, Oh, you Habakkuk that's probably the first
5: out. and only time to, this morning
1: yeah. <laughs> we're all in agreement.
0: <laughs> uh, very good well in the news today um, just running through a few headlines just tell me what you think this sounds like you know a gunman is Mass shooting in Cincinnati Um, Three dead A number of other wounded Uh, New York Attorney General Subpoenas eight Catholic dioceses In sex abuse investigation Fiji gets hit with a 7.8 earthquake Flooding in North Korea Kills 76 people This is on the back of Typhoon Jebi That's just uh, smashed Japan You want to keep going?
1: It sounds like Matthew twenty four. It does. It doesn't? Does, it? Uh, yeah. You, know, I was you can just, just going get, to say that's, that.
0: that's just like one day's yeah. a list you know, of the signs of the times. Isn't it? Uh-huh. Headlines. It's,
1: it is.
0: And uh, you know, if you dig a little bit deeper into that, you've got flooding in Japan. Uh, sorry, North Korea it just killed seventy six people. There's another. There's at least that many more people missing. Um, there's thousands that are homeless. There's more than eight hundred buildings that have been wiped out. And this is all on the back of a heat wave, mind you, that just destroyed their rice and maize harvest. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. And this is in a desperately poor country at the best of times, very poor infrastructure.
1: Did you say Korea? North Korea. Uh, North Korea? North Uh Korea. Uh Uh-oh.
0: Yeah, if this was Korea, like, yeah, they've got – it's a wealthy country. There's lots of infrastructure there and they can uh, handle some pretty hard hits. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're they're facing um, imminent starvation again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's a pretty serious situation. We really need to be praying for those guys. And uh, we need to pray for um, Kim as well.
1: Yeah. Do you think at some point that government will topple? Yes. Yeah, I think it has to in order to (coughs) send their Lord to come in.
0: All
5: governments will topple at some particular point, mm-hmm. but who knows how and when. The, I, think um, the, I mean, you read all the headlines and obviously I think sometimes because they're so frequent and they're so uh, relentless in mm-hmm. terms of uh, the, the negative headlines we see on a daily basis, I just think that sometimes what we lose is the fact that every one of these victims or is an individual person who has a family. And That's it's a right. real person. And, yeah. and, you know, when we lose someone, yeah. uh, we feel that very If it keenly. be your spouse, your mm-hmm. partner, yeah. your child, Every your parent. Every mm-hmm. person is precious in the sight of God. And I think that, you know, God must weep mm-hmm. at what what takes place here mm-hmm. on earth. And, and I think, uh, you know, this is why I think uh, it's so important that we find... Uh, the, the opportunity to turn to God in, as a solution yeah, to, absolutely. The, to the tragedy that yeah. we see on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, but we uh, need to uh, use it as a reminder that, that Jesus is coming soon and we do need to get ready.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to hone in on what you just said there, about, you know, we hear these headlines so often. You know, there's another big earthquake in uh, Fiji. How many big earthquakes have we had in the last month? Take a guess. I,
1: I, I've lost count. No, take a guess. Come on. We've 20. Talked.
0: You reckon we've had 20 in the last month?
1: And, uh, that's a, that's a lot for one month. Well, there's thirty days in a month, right?
0: Well, yeah, I, know. I mean, in the nineteen nineties, major, in the, in, yeah, yeah,
5: six, six and above.
1: Oh, six was, and above, maybe like one.
5: Oh, okay. Well, we had we had didn't we have three or four at Lombok mm-hmm. Island in Indonesia yep. and. uh I only know this because I list them. <laughs> 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 and then, of course, the one in Japan just the other day. I, um, I'm not sure how many. Tell us how many, Norm.
0: Okay, so uh, in the 1990s, mm-hmm. okay, so in the 1990s, and we had, you know, we had seismographs globally, worldwide in the 1990s.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We had 44 that were above six on the Richter scale. Whoa. Uh huh. In the last month, let me, let me run through them for you. We had uh, Fiji at 7.8, Japan at 6.6. And, of course, there was nine dead, 366 injured, and 5.3 million without power with that one. And this is just after they got smashed by uh, Typhoon, uh, uh, what was its name, Jebby? Mm-hmm. New Caledonia 7.1, Mariano 6.4, Indonesia had 3 at 6.2, 6.9 and what was the other one? 6.4, Iran 6.0, Alaska had a 6.0 and then a 6.3, Peru had a 7.1, Oregon had what? a 6.2, Vanuatu had a 6.5, Venezuela had a 7.3, Fiji had a 6.8, a 6.3 and an 8.2, Costa Rica had a 6.1, Iwo Jima had a 6.3, Alaska again had a 6.6. Uh, South Georgia had a 6.1. Alaska had a 6.1 and another 6.3. That's a total of 23 for the last month.
5: Wow.
1: Are you 44 serious? for
0: the decade of the 1990s. Wow.
1: That's incredible. Yeah. There's just in, – I'm, I'm blown away. So when you
0: said 20 – yeah. yeah, you were actually very close. I,
1: I was, and no, I you, thought you, you were,
0: were on the money. I, I, I did. I threw you off, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I was on well, purpose. I,
1: I did think you meant like any earthquakes whatsoever, like, all together, like even the little ones. Um, but above six, I would not have. guessed Yeah, that was that the many. ones
0: above six. There's a few more that were, uh, you know, that are listed there that were close to six uh-huh. Uh-huh. because they're still, you know, within the range of disruption. So yeah. Uh, Five to six is is classed as disruption.
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And then seven to nine is catastrophic.
5: I I remember, uh, I mean, a few years ago, I was not a believer. And, uh, you know, you have the the ongoing flood of headlines. And it's a really disconcerting place to live is planet Earth. Because, you know, if you don't have um, that... Faith in God or, or belief, uh, uh, which is where I was at. You are sort of trying to make sense of all the pieces, and, mm-hmm. and more particularly, is, is like where you know what what does tomorrow bring, and 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 we, we, you know what kind of security do I have as an individual, um, both physically, but also you know what kind of security you know in mm-hmm. my mind, mm-hmm. is, of, do I have peace of mind, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, it's a, a, a sort of I find it found it to be a place where you were. Um, confused but also a little bit anxious about what the future held and i think that, and this that's, is the, that's
0: anxiety, the anxiety is a major issue in our world mm-hmm. right now sure. and you can sort of understand why and, you know, it's it's uh, it, it just, there's a, there's a lot of things
1: happening. Yeah, mm. if you don't have that understanding, that Matthew 24 understanding, then it would be an absolutely terrifying reality to face that everything's getting worse and worse and worse. You don't understand why you don't understand, you know, how it's going to end, why it's going to end. If it's going to end, there's no hope, and then, of course, you're going to be a mess.
5: There's an interesting verse in um, John sixteen thirty three where Jesus says, in this world you will have tribulation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but be of good cheer, I've overcome will. He says, in me, you can have peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't, he doesn't sort of, uh, that, that, the thing about the Bible in, uh, is that he doesn't shy away from the fact that we, we live in a broken place. And that no,
0: absolutely, and terrible things are going to happen. terrible mm-hmm,
5: things mm-hmm. have happened, were, are happening and will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that our security is not found in building bigger walls around our homes or whatever. Our security is found in a, in a, in a relationship with God where the Bible actually promises that we can have a peace of mind that passes understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, you know, there are so many people who are craving that or desiring that, and they may not even know it. Um, that they would they would want to have that peace of mind.
0: And, of course, giving people that peace of mind is a particular passion of yours, Peter. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that in our, in our next section coming up. Very good. But uh, before we get there, just a couple of other stats I thought you might find interesting. We talked how there were 44, six, six and above, in the 1990s, and we've just had 23 in the last month.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, guess how many there were in the 1870s. Now, six and above is big enough to measure without having a seismograph. Mm-hmm. You can just measure it by, you know, geological observations. Yeah, yeah. So how many do you reckon we had in the 1870s?
1: I, I don't know. We had four Four few, We had
5: four for the decade oh. I, I began with F I was, went with few
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, If I held off You
5: could have thought That I was going to say
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Very good guys Well the good news is Out of all of this Is that Jesus is coming back soon This is our blessed hope This is what gives us uh, A reason to live A reason to keep going A reason to be prepared For his coming And of course He wants to return As your be- very best friend And Peter's going to be talking more about that as he comes back in just a moment But uh, before we go there, we're going to listen to Fernando Ortega This is Psalms 139
2: Is too high I cannot attain it If to Him I would fly You would be beside me If in sheep. ¡Gracias!
0: You're listening to Fernando Ortega with Psalms 139 here on Faith FM. Before we go to our interview, Mon,
1: yes, let's clue do because nobody clue. has snapped
0: it up yet. Don't forget our number is one 324 843 If you know the answer,
1: jump on our the Instagram, first two have been way. a little
0: on the obscure side.
1: Yes, yes, and I think oh, I think they're about to get a little bit easier. But I have put basically all the clues apart from one. Up on our Instagram already, so check out our Insta if you want to know all the clues. Okay, so our third clue is: Who am I? I pray that it would not rain, and it did not rain for three and a half years.
0: Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on! That we, one's easy.
1: We do not need this guy in Australia right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is very true. <laughs> yes.
1: Give us a call if you think you know the answer. We can send you the prize one eight hundred. Just in case you're wondering, FM. by
0: the way, that story is in the Book of James. One
1: 843 Please stop talking, Lyle. <laughs> so anytime that he starts talking about the quiz, he gives it away. Oh, right. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It makes me so nervous. I'll
5: listen more
0: carefully. <laughs> this, is, this has happened like twice.
1: So. D- Lying <laughs> on air this week, it happened for the fifth time since oh, started. Exaggeration. That's much. not an exaggeration That's at all. That's an accurate number. He doesn't at least. May, once a month. It
0: may have happened four times. Do Go I need to, to you. introduce a counsellor at this point? <laughs> <laughs> it, feels, it feels as though you uh, uh, are <laughs>
3: yeah, getting a little uh, <laughs> tense.
5: Oh dear.
0: Ah, Peter, what's happening in your life lately?
5: Uh, Well, um, I am traveling up and down New South Wales Mm -hmm. um, talking about uh, the gospel, but in a way that uh, hopefully engages with, with people who may not have thought about it before. Um, as you know, I uh was not raised a Christian, I didn't believe in God and I didn't believe in the Bible, and so yeah,
0: secular, been, secular, um, you know, amongst I, I guess, um, indigenous British people, secularism is probably very, very high.
5: Britain is a very secular person. I was recently there for a few weeks, I, I took some holiday with my wife over there, um, I've caught up with some family, but um, Britain was a secular place when I was growing up, sure. and uh, mm. it's, it's even more so perhaps now, mm. um, and uh. In many ways, you know, Australia is too. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, I think Britain is no less secular than Australia, let me put it that way. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, I've been presenting a series of meetings called Is God For Real? Um, And it basically tracks a a journey I've taken of asking some, you know, pretty specific questions uh, such as does God exist? Mm -hmm. Um, That's
0: a good place to start.
5: Yeah. Is there anything we can trust? Um, Did we really evolve? Why is there so much suffering? Those kind of things. And then we sort of move into some more, um, I guess, deeper biblical material after that. But um, we we open up with uh, the, the series is called Is God For Real? Now, you've got this series happening, uh, what, tonight? Tonight, yes. So, tonight at 7 o'clock, we are beginning this series at Gosford, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to take place uh, at uh, 71 Dean Street, Narara, and that is just north of uh, Gosford Centre. Okay. Um, So, uh, if people want to catch up with that, 71 Dean Street, Narara is where it'll be at, 7 o'clock tonight, and uh, we also are going to be presenting uh, 7 o'clock tomorrow as well. Okay.
0: So now are you are going to share some of your own personal journey?
5: Yeah, yeah. I think it's intermingled. Like this uh, series, in a way, it represents my own personal journey of discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, up into my mid-20s, um, I was a secular person. I uh, went to state school in the UK um, and didn't really – I didn't think God had a place – uh, in my life or in the, I, I didn't think it was necessary to to have God in the equation mm-hmm. and uh, th- you know things changed I had an encounter with God um, I had a friend who was uh, interested in the Bible and tried to share things with me uh, um, originally I was uh, very sceptical about that and was not interested I thought this was his little hobby mm-hmm. um, and uh, but uh, when I had had this encounter with God I began to take him more seriously and then I've basically You've been, told that
0: story before I have but yeah. you seriously Share it for us very briefly.
5: Yeah, okay. So uh, I was um, I was working in a cocktail bar, actually. I was working in a cocktail bar in the UK. It was an American restaurant, but it was in Birmingham in the middle of the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy came to work at that bar. His name was Steve. He's a good friend of mine now. But um, he had been raised a, a Christian, mm-hmm. and uh, he was trying to share... Things from the Bible, which was kind of interesting because he was living the same kind of lifestyle that I was living. Um, and he had, uh, which was
0: not a particularly, was, it Christian. was your
5: typical secular lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, and, uh, he, basically, I think, uh, he had, um, attended church when he, until he was about 13, mm-hmm. and then his parents had sort of uh, stopped church going, and, and he drifted out of church, you know, he wasn't able to get there by himself, and he sort of drifted into the world. But he never forgot what he learned, you know, in Bible studies and at church when he was there, wow. and uh, it was fascinating to me, when you look back on it, that he took the time to try and share things uh, that he knew were true. Even though he wasn't practicing, the I've Christian got to tell Bible. you that's it's a really a powerful.
0: It's a powerful testimony, though, to the importance of children's ministry in church. Well, it so often gets overlooked, like, yeah, we've got to reach the adults. But those kids, you know, he's 13 years old the last time he goes to church, and here he is as a 20-year-old witnessing to you.
5: And it is amazing how much young children take in. Yeah, Uh, And sometimes we think that they're not paying attention or they're not listening or whatever, but it is amazing how much they take in. And Steve had remembered all of these things. He knew that they were true. He knew where to find them in the Bible, which was, you know, amazing. And he would try and push these things on me or not push them on me, but share them on me. But I probably would have looked at it as, as pushing them on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was not interested in that at all. I had uh, my own life to live and I was doing quite well, thank you very much. Um, at least so I thought. Um, and then, uh, you know, later on, um, he would want to, you know, share these things with me. I remember we both left that work and we, we had been socializing for a while. So he became a friend. And you know when somebody's got a hobby and it's not your hobby, but you kind of humour them,
1: sure. you know. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they want to show you something. <laughs> and yeah,
5: okay, here we go again. You know. Yeah. And uh, he would want to show me something from the Bible. And I think this was this was a Sunday. I was around at his house and he was showing me, uh, he said, you know that there's lots of uh, geological evidence for the global flood that's mentioned in the Bible called mm. Noah's Flood. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I said, like, oh, yeah, okay, you know. And uh, he said that in the, at the end of the flood, the Bible says that God put a rainbow in the sky as a promise that he would never again flood the world.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And I said... Well, that's interesting. I said, I didn't know the Bible said anything about rainbows. Now, I didn't know the Bible said anything about anything. <laughs> so that was no surprise. Little and little and little. I just remember saying that I, I, I didn't know the Bible said anything about rainbows. Well, the next morning, Monday morning, I'm driving to work. It's raining. It's Birmingham. It's a concrete jungle. And I'm driving one of down one of the main streets into town. And across the middle of the road is, the beautiful, is a beautiful, most beautiful, uh, you know, brightest rainbow that I'd ever seen. Uh And uh, I burst into tears. Mm. And I didn't know why I'd burst into tears to to begin with. I I pulled over on the side of the road because I was crying. I couldn't drive properly. And um, I realized at that point point, I knew there was a God and I knew the rainbow was there for me. And that was a shocking uh, revelation uh, Mm -hmm. because it wasn't, it's hard to explain in many ways because it wasn't a, a thought of well maybe God does exist. It was a knowledge of God's existence. Yep. God had spoken to my heart, and yep. the, and uh, I immediately knew there was a God in the universe. That the rainbow was there for me that day, and that that was a uh, in some ways a frightening thought because I recognised my lostness. Mm-hmm and god's greatness mm-hmm. and uh but immediately i rang up steve uh, at that very moment and said steve steve did you see the rainbow and so uh from that moment onwards was probably thinking what is what is yeah, up with
3: what, this what guy <laughs>
5: <laughs> and from that moment when i was with steve and he wanted to show me things in the bible then i became more interested and i have basically been studying the bible for the last 25 years yeah praise god and so uh yeah uh, the, the the bible is full of incredible things and I think that uh, the average person, if they were to know what the Bible contained and the, the, the message that God actually has for humanity, I think a lot more of them would be interested in, and, and want to embrace that.
0: Absolutely. So if you're in the Gosford area, if you're in the Central Coast area, if you are in the Newcastle area, Hunter, Port Stevens, Sydney, any of those areas, you're within driving distance, head along and hear what Peter Watts has to say. The uh, presentation tonight... Uh, is the first of the presentations, Is God For Real?
5: We actually have two sessions, yes. So the series is called Is God For Real? And we have two sessions tonight. We're going to get straight to the point and say, does God exist? We want to look at what is the evidence for the existence of God, and indeed, why does that matter? Why does it matter whether God exists or not? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, if we live, we either live in a world where God exists or he doesn't. It's not a 50-50 equation. It's not like God exists from Monday to Wednesday and then he doesn't (laughs) exist for the rest of the week. He either does exist or he doesn't. And we want to examine what is the evidence for the existence of God and what are the implications of the universe. Okay, so if
0: you have not had a rainbow experience,
5: right? Exactly.
0: How do you actually, you know, determine the existence exactly. of God? Because the, I think that probably the average person out there hasn't had a rainbow experience, sure. and I haven't had one. Yeah. But uh, I've discovered the existence of God by looking at, you know, the evidences. I guess that you're going to be sharing this evening. So, the, there's the, the what's, ra- what's your favourite? What's your favourite one from out of all the evidences this evening? Mm. What's your favourite? That's
5: a really good question. I would probably say design. Right. It would be between design and morality. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I probably favor design because because um, I went to state school and I believed in evolution. Mm. Uh, there are, you know... Um, I, when we talk about evolution, I'm talking about molecules to man macro evolution.
0: Sure, yeah, absolutely. And so uh,
5: that's what I taught. It was certainly what I uh, believed in. I invested heavily into that mm-hmm. um, idea.
0: It's hard to change when you invested heavily into it, something, re- isn't
5: it? It really was. Well, I had to rethink that, of course. I had yeah. to take another look at that. If God really did exist yeah. and, and if the Bible really was true, how did that, you know, because you've got these two very different models. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's uh, been one of my sort of pet topics in the last 25 years.
0: Yeah fantastic what about the uh, what about the third model in the middle of um, theistic evolution
5: right so well I think that it, an honest reader uh, of the Bible um, I think would not come to that conclusion in other mm-hmm. words the bible's uh, story is pretty explicit. It is God creating over a period of six days. Uh, they're mapped out in Genesis 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, you've got uh, a, a repeating of that in Exodus where in the Ten Commandments God tells us that the reason he gave us a day of rest was days. because he created in six days. That's repeated again later on in Exodus. So um, I think the Bible's fairly explicit that God did that in those six days. And, of course, when you come down to the time of Moses and the Ten Commandments, uh he's he's referring to those days as normal days and they had normal days then and we have normal days today and that's very hard i believe to reconcile with the idea that life on earth uh evolved over billions of years Mm -hmm. and so those two models to me are kind of polar opposites and i think attempts to um meld them together uh, I think uh, are flawed. It puts you sitting
0: on a fence, but it's a really spiky fence. Yeah, that's it's right. It's a very painful position to be. Yeah, and because I think- you've got a God who's creating through death.
5: This subject is so broad. I mean, we could do a whole series on it. Couldn't we I mean, I have actually done little series on this topic alone. Yeah. Um, And in fact, um, our first session tonight is Does God Exist? Then we want to look at the second session is Who Can We Trust? And we're going to talk about whether the Bible is authoritative. Can it be trusted? uh, Can we still believe the Bible today? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the third session, which is tomorrow night at Mm 7, is going to be Did We Really Evolve? So I actually explore that. Oh, so you're really
0: really getting into this. Yeah,
5: I think uh, obviously the design, um, the evidence for design in the natural world plays a part in tonight's message on Does God Exist? Mm -hmm. But we explore the idea of creation evolution. Uh, a little bit more deeply uh, on Saturday night. Except. And, of
0: course, if you've got questions on these subjects, give us a call. one eight hundred three two four eight four three 324 843 is our number. Mm. Uh, we would love to uh, to look into those questions more deeply. But, um, yeah, okay, so you've got those first three presentations there, but how many presentations have you got in total?
5: Okay, so um, we, we've we um, issued an advertising brochure that has the first six sessions on it. Yep. But we are running this over Friday, Saturday, and Tuesday evenings for the next three or four weeks. Okay. Yeah,
0: and what kind of subjects? That's a fairly extensive uh, series of presentations. You're going to get really into a whole is. bunch of stuff. Well,
5: I think you know there's uh, a verse in the Bible that um, those who come to God must first accept that He is, must first believe that He is. Sure, right, and so that's where we wanted to start. Yes, yeah. God for real. Does and and I
0: should say this: if you've got questions about this, yeah, you know, and. If you want to, in, in fact, even if you are a staunch atheist and you want to come and come along and challenge, you're going to have a question time there, I'm Absolutely, assuming? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. We,
5: we want to actually engage with the audience. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I mean, from my perspective, Lyle, uh, I uh, came at this subject from scratch. So, mm-hmm. so I mentioned before I didn't know anything about the Bible sure, and I sure. didn't know really anything about God. And so uh, my... Um, I guess, insight into any of this has come from asking questions. Mm -hmm. Asking questions, asking questions. And I'm not what I would call uh, a gullible believer I'm not I don't believe in blind faith
3: mm. I believe
5: absolutely in, I, f- yeah. I believe in Could faith not agree more based on evidence and yeah. uh, the Bible actually says that itself mm-hmm. uh, that faith is the evidence of things not seen mm-hmm. and yeah. so um, I, I believe so many
0: times I come across Christians who believe yeah. because they believe yeah. because they believe yeah. because, sure. because they believe
5: mm-hmm. so I think questioning is important but here's the thing from my perspective because that gives you too. intelligent faith absolutely I, I think we should question we want to know the answers but that 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 that's the thing. Are we, are we asking because we want to know or are we asking asking because we don't want to know? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, sure. we, we can, uh, the Bible also has a verse that says, ever learning and never coming to a knowledge of the truth. And so uh, I do believe uh, that, you know, asking those questions is vitally important. So we have a, a forum whereby we have the opportunity for people to submit questions and I I, I deal with those questions at the beginning of every evening session from tomorrow onwards. Sure, sure. Well, thank sure.
1: you so much for joining us here in the studio, Pete. We really appreciate it. Of course, if you want some more information about this, I am going to stick it on our social medias today so you can jump on it and check out more details. It's at the Gosford Seventh-day Adventist Church, 71 to 73 Dean Street, Narara in, in New South Wales. And you can call us here if you want some more info. Our number is 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. 324 843 Thanks for joining us again, Peter.
2: dude
5: anxiety are the most common mental conditions in Australia. On average, one in four people will experience anxiety at some stage in their life. I'm David Storchic, counselor and pastor of Living Abundantly Adventist Church. We are hosting speaker Danny Milenko to provide a scriptural perspective on this topic. Join us at 11 a.m. Saturday, September 8th at the Warbrook Community Center here in Newcastle and visit discoverhopeseries.com for more information. Hey, do you believe in
0: God? Yeah. Yeah, but is God for real? Mm, Yeah. No, I know you believe in God, but is he actually real to you? Or do you feel that something is still missing? Mm, Sometimes. If you still have questions about God and life, then why don't you come to the Is God for Real series? Sure, where is it? It's at the Gosford Adventist Church, begins 7pm Friday, September 7. You can get more information at isgodforreal.com.au
1: Sweet. Join us at the Hamilton Seventh-day Adventist Church. Our address is 105 Lindsay Street, Hamilton, New South Wales.
0: Every Saturday morning where you will be welcomed with a smile.